Uh, it's Hoobie Stink right there. Crawling in the dark. Uh, there goes Jeff Dye, everybody. And that is about as good as it gets. That dude's awesome. So He's over at CB Live this weekend. It's so good to have people back in the studio. You know what kills me about Jeff every time he's here? Off the air. This Great is why we stories. can't have cameras in here is because <laughs> oh, the stuff yeah. that floats around in here off the air. And it isn't bad. It's just like names get thrown about. And we got to keep it to ourselves now or we're dicks. It's, it's a but campfire. You, you, yeah. You start it like – start coming yeah. out. Awesome on the air and then off the air. He's like, oh, and then I was blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, this is gold. But, you know, you can't breach that relationship. He's awesome. And hilarious. Comedy is – every time I've seen him, it's been like a leap from the last time I saw him. Like, he's just that – he's just awesome now. Maybe it's the mushrooms. I want to do some mushrooms now. Who's in? Curious. I'm like, let's do this. I'm with you. I'm scared of the, the, I'm the bad trip. I'm curious. Mess. Yeah. Because it's not like you can get out of yeah. it. You're doing it? Well, you're shrimp curious because it's food. You'll do that. That's yeah. going to be easy yeah. for you. Just, you, know, you get to put, eat the drugs, put on a spinato's pizza, and pep mush. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's go see Jeff this weekend. See me live at Desert Ridge. Uh, you will enjoy it. I guarantee it. You need a shroom coach. <laughs> yeah, you do. You need a shroom supervisor. It's like a spotter with working out. You, need, you can't just go in there and throw the heavy weights around and expect to have a good time. And that's where it gets uh, a little gray, that area. Because you kind of yeah. had... Larry is the weed coach. That time. didn't go and well. He ended up in the hospital. He's not a good coach. Larry's yeah. a terrible coach. Larry'd be like, if Magic Johnson said, "Let's play basketball," and you're like, "What's basketball?" Here, I'll show you, and you do what I do. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll follow you around, Magic, but realize I don't even know what basketball is. That'd be like having JFK Junior's your flight instructor. You know what I mean? Come on, now I don't know about that. First Man. off, timely. Second, yeah. look, your first flight's going to be late at night. We're going instrument free on this yeah. one. I'm like, I don't even know what a plane is, but okay. You take the wheel for a second. I'm going to take a nap. I'm like, ah, sure. But yeah, Larry was not a good coach for the weed at all. Turns out I'm just not a very good weed player. But this mushroom thing has me curious. You know, it started with me. Like my dad was like anti-drug everything. Like no, like weed was reefer madness and grew up thinking like he was always, it was always like having a cop in the house. Like he was just. Awful. Never. I talked to him last week. You know, I got high last summer. I'm like, what? Yeah, he was smoking weed. I'm like, what in the world? Who are you? So he smokes pot. He goes, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Quite a nice tingle. Bunny smoked. That's pretty awesome. Isn't it? We should get my dad and your mom together and see if something happens. You know, because it's been since the Clinton administration since your mom's box has been right. My dad's still still potent. (laughs) It's a fact. Early Clinton, too. First term. Man, I still think we were in the house shutdown when uh, Brady had his house shutdown. <laughs> yeah, my dad got stoned and liked it, and it's so weird to hear him talk about that when the whole time he would he would have probably killed me. Would have, now we talk about, it, so I don't. I'm not afraid of mushrooms anymore because I'm going to take it to the next level. If old man smoking weed, <laughs> but he's not doing it regularly. I don't think. But then he like kills a Spanish ibex right after. Well, I was high when I did that. Well, the bow and arrow. Mm, that's the only way I could have done it. I didn't even know if it was real. I thought I was in Mordor. <laughs> He's got Boone and Crockett award-winning animals that he can't remember hunting because he was too caked. It's like Doc Ellis throwing the LS, throwing the no-no <laughs> no hitter, during yeah. LSD. Yeah. Again, uh, people forget Doc Ellis' no-hitter. He hit uh, five batters and walked eight people. I don't know how. The, how did the manager keep him in? Still got a no-no. <laughs> the bases are loaded every inning. I just don't think he's going to give up a run. 
manager pulled him every time, but he just kept going out there. <laughs> Doc, that's it. You're done after five. You bet. <clears throat> Where's my glove? I got to pitch. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is Ellis doing out there again? <laughs> Flying on sunshine, sir. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the entertaining news. Only Brady knows. We call this the Entertainment Troll. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black self-defense training system. Going back out there today, do a one-arm fighting once again as we get into uh, all sorts of uh, news every day. Another shooting today in San Diego. Tried to make news. It's not even breaking through anymore. People are just kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, that dude that attacked that lady at Kiwanis Park at 11 in the morning. It's all sorts of goofy stuff in the world. You might as well learn to be prepared. And also... Uh, going back to college, like kids are trying to get back into school and stuff like that, right? You're going to send your kid off into this weird mixed up world with no thought in their head. You're going to let them leave the house and go to like wherever, Dallas, Austin, Oklahoma, wherever their college is. You're going to go out there and say, Hey, you're all right. Put some tools in their belt. You got somebody college age. That's going to go traverse the world. My friend's daughter studied in Barcelona for two years or a year, I guess. And I'm like, you got to get her some work. At least get her confident. And, man, I don't know how you can do it. If I had a kid, first off, I'd be like Toledo's dad. I wouldn't know much about that. But if I had one, I'd be making sure that if they were out on their own, uh, I'd make them protect themselves. There's nothing better than having that confidence in your tool belt. ReactDefense.com. They're in Phoenix, Chandler, and Glendale. They got you surrounded. Check them out online. ReactDefense.com. Also, check out their store, TacticalBlack.com. ReactDefense.com. The home. Of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. A class action lawsuit against Apple <gasps> going on for saying you can, oh. <laughs> you can buy content on, on iTunes. It's been allowed to go forward because they're saying you can buy the content, but you really don't own it. Wait they a can, minute. They you're can, renting it, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can show Well, that's what I have on Apple. But it, but it says you're buying it. No. they Well, for me, they charge me a monthly fee to own the rights to all the songs, right. but I don't own. No, he's talking to mo- like movies like and movies. stuff oh. like that. Yeah. Oh, because like my Apple songs, I have all. I have the whole catalog of everything Apple's got. Person based anytime I want it, but I don't own. So it. it's a wording issue, or well, yeah, because the the lawsuit states that even though I'm buying that movie, they can technically technically still take it away. They can like still remove it at any off time. your phone. Yep. Yeah. Well, you just can't view it or anything like that. It's it's like, like, you like with, it. when you buy Apple Music and you cancel it, you can't keep streaming those songs even if you downloaded right. them on your phone. So they're they're doing the same with the movies. You, you don't all technically that money own on it, the, um, right? But I'm well, saying the monthly. Thing. Well, who cares? What's the difference between you renting one for four dollars and buying it for thirteen? You want it on your well. What's the difference DVR between owning a house and, and no? No, that's no, what I'm saying. There's that's a, the kind of thing you're you're supposed to. But that's the point of you mean music wise? Well, just music or movies because every time, I, like the other day, I rented heavy metal and it was thirteen ninety nine, and it said you've got this for two days. Right? Like, okay. Well, the, I bought it. But if it's it. your favorite movie and you want to watch it like in six months, then you got to rent it again unless you buy it and or you can just throw it in any time. Buy the DVD if well, it's that important to yeah. you to own a movie. Right. So the class action lawsuit in the courts is contending that it's misleading for iTunes to say you bought something. Yeah. When they can take it away from you at any time. Well, technically the same thing with what you compared the house to. Yeah. You think I mean, you bought your enough. house, but they can take it from you anytime they want. Yep. I mean, there's paperwork and there's the bank says, we don't like what's going on here. We're going to take this. But and yeah, then, I mean, but I don't, I, look, I'm way past the, take it from me, a 48-year-old man, uh, to anybody who's like trying to have a movie collection. that they, It's a waste of time. It becomes boxes of nonsense or it just clutters up your computer. You don't need to own movies. Especially in this day and age where everything's readily available. How many yeah. times are you watching 
What I, I No Country for Old Men is one of my favorite movies, if not my favorite movie of all time. I think I've paid for it twice in my life. So with this lawsuit going forward, it'll be interesting because that'll impact Amazon Prime Video. But do you want to? But do you want to? Will it? Sure. If they, if they, the same thing could be said because they can. Do the well, they'll just change same. the words. Yeah, they're they're going to change yeah. the thing about yeah. it. It's not going to impact anything. You don't own movies anymore, do you? No. Well, uh, we Ronnie's bought some movies on. Uh, sure, you buy Apple. them, but you don't care if they're in there forever. I don't. Yeah, because no, I bought DVDs. I have a box load of them. Still have them. I bet you yeah. half of them I didn't watch. I just owned them because I'm like, oh, I love this in the theater. And for a while there, we went through that phase of owning movies. Like, for some reason, we had it in the house, like Goodfellas Casino. Yeah. It's on all the time. I have those. And then I also, but I always, I'll buy the Blu ray that has the digital download. Yeah. So basically, I get the digital download downloaded. Yeah. So you have then, it on your then, phone. Yeah. And then the DVD right. it's in the other room. Yeah. Garbage. I don't understand the owning movies anymore. Back in 2019, Conor McGregor walked into the Marble Arch Pub in Dublin, in uh, Dublin, Ireland, and tried to buy everyone a shot of his new whiskey. Proper 12. I don't know if you remember this, yeah. The proper 12 going in and buy that stuff. An old gentleman turned him down. Conor punched him in the head. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ended up reaching a private settlement with the guy. Million bucks. Also had to pay a fine. Conor is actually now buying the Marble Arch. He's going to buy the bar he punched a guy out in. Yeah. That way, when I go in there, I can punch out any. I feel like punching. And he says, "Now the guy that he punched in the head is banned at the bar." Well, yeah, you're not going to have him back. <laughs> it's my bar. You're not yeah. in here. Yep. That pretty much goes with anybody I've paid a settlement to. We're not <laughs> hanging out again yeah. ever. Oh, you're that guy I punched in the melon the other the other year and paid a couple million dollars to. Come on in. No way. If I ever wrote you a check to make you go away in any sort of legal thing, we're not friends anymore. Pixel magic. Did something on Reddit. They revealed um, the dark lie of the Seinfeld house. Jerry's apartment on Seinfeld. The home can't exist in the real world. He did the layout of how the apartment Jerry's was place. set up. Yeah. And you look at it and it's like uh, the hallway must be curved. Um, it's just a funky layout. Why can't a hallway be curved? Well, look, because his kitchen is in the way. <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. You know who else had this issue? Bentley from the Jeffersons. Bentley lived in the penthouse right next to the Jeffersons, and it was at the end of the hall. But every time Wheezy went to bed, she'd walk down their hall and turn right, which would be right into Bentley's house if the outside hallway oh, yeah. was accurate. So I was, oh, even as a yeah. kid, I'm like, that doesn't work. You're in Bentley's house. Oh, yeah. Pardon me, Mr. Jefferson. Your wife's in my bedroom again. Get out of here, Bentley. So Bentley's house was 90-degree door. The thing, unless he had no left and then he turned immediately right, that's the only way that would work. Someone put up a billboard in L.A. that says, uh, for our beloved hero, please bring back Tony Stark. Hmm. They want, uh, it's a Marvel fan, but they spent money. Or it's Marvel and they're making a new I'm going with that one. (laughs) Are we that dumb still to think that fans buy billboards to ask for Tony Stark back or that the movie companies are doing it? ABC has announced their first three celebrities who will be participating in the upcoming celebrity dating game. Tay Diggs, Iggy Azalea, Hannah Brown from The Bachelorette. Yeah. Didn't she already do a dating game? Sort of? Like she <laughs> yeah. did, try them all, John. She did like she a, try them all. She did like the, like she the rounds. desperate to find a permanent D. Now how about, Hannah, how about just trying the internet or a bar? Like, 
that one girl that was on there five times. She was on the Bachelor in Paradise. She was on. She was a contestant. She was the actual Bachelorette. Fifth time that she kept telling everybody, "I'm 39 years old and I still look great." It's like you're bitter. Like something. A wrong. lot of those. They they went down the list of people who have been on like Love Island and right. everything that Fox did, and they're all the same cast. They yeah, just, they double up. Yep. I can't cool. love. Evidently, Corn just finished their uh, writing their next album. Just now. He went to his phone. Tell Jonathan we said hi. What? I just have let you know we finished writing our record today and it'll be all done. He said, what's up, fellas? How's Brenneman doing? (laughs) His former neighbor, Tom Brenneman. Did you know that? No. Tom Brenneman lived next door to Corn here in Phoenix while they were recording. Well, they moved in next and they were oh, rented the house next here? to Brenneman. Oh, really? House. And Brenneman would have to go over there. All right. I got to tell you guys to keep it down. I don't know what a K-Horn is, but. <laughs> he called me. And it's says, loud. Do you know uh, band Corny or Corn? Jeez, old These guys are up late night. I can't get to sleep. There's bagpipes. There's bass drums. There's It's ridiculous. And I got a poor, sweet, sweet Polly. He's trying to get some sleep. We've got two kids, and I got to get over there. And these are killing it. Homo f words everywhere. Guys in kilts. I wonder if Tom does that. You know him better than me. But when he knocks on your door, and you open it, hi, Tom Brenneman, Cincinnati Reds announcer. I got to tell you, cowboy. I need you to keep it down. He does the full resume. <laughs> he breaks all his jobs. Fox Sports analyst, NBC. I've worked everywhere. Ohio University. President of Beta Theta Pi. Got it all done. And you are? Jonathan Davis, corn lead singer. All right. Can you imagine if he's wearing his kilt, too? Yeah. yeah. Brendan's like, oh, the capital. I found it. (laughs) Wow. This is staring me right in the eye and telling me he's not going to keep it Let me tell you something, cowboy. (laughs) Look here, buddy. Yeah, I wonder if he did that. I I wonder if he introduced himself. Tom Brenneman, Diamondbacks announcer. What's going on in there, lady? I'm he Jonathan would actually uh, hear it from Polly, his wife, more than anything. Oh, I'm but, sure. Because Tom would lay on his right side. He's got a bum ear, too. Like you. And uh, he doesn't hear it as much. And I'll nudge, nudge. Are you hearing this? All right. I'll head over to Corn's house again. This is the last time. Which one of you guys is Corn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be an awesome day to have been a part of that. Is that Ted Bundy's car? Good Christ, what's going on in there? <laughs> Thank God it was only two months. I miss Tommy. I hope someday he gets freed from Puerto Rico and gets to do baseball again. We got the Guadalupe Squares coming up to close this sucker out. If you guys want to play, 585-9800. That is the phone number. The Squares are coming up next. Uh, it's 98 KUPD. 98. What? 98. No way. 